Give you a run for your money tonight, brother. <laughs> Amen. But thankful to be in the house of God. And you know, I was just sitting there thinking, I don't understand how a Christian can only come for one service a week. I don't understand that. I, I, I couldn't do it. Maybe it's just Dalton. Maybe it's just Dalton here. I understand things go on and stuff, but I believe we ought to be in the house of God every chance we can get. Amen. There's a lot of people that wish they were in the house of God and they're not able to. Amen. And if they were able, they'd be sitting right here. I'm, I'm sure of it. But anyway, if you've got your Bibles with you, turn over with us to 2 Thessalonians chapter number 3. 2 Thessalonians chapter number 3. And I mean this tonight, I will not be before you long. Amen. 2 Thessalonians chapter number 3. Amen. If you found your place, say amen. amen. Starting at verse number 1, and the Bible says, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And we have confidence in the Lord touching you, that ye both do and will do the things which we command you. And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. Heavenly Father, thank you for another time to be in thy house. Lord, I pray that you'd look over the ones that couldn't be here with us tonight or just don't have a desire. Lord, I pray, God, that you just look over them and help them, Lord God. And I just thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us. And I thank you, Lord, that there's going to come a time that you're going to come back and get your people, Lord. And I'm thankful that you saved me, Lord. And I'm thankful that you went to the cross of Calvary for me. And for everybody here tonight, Lord, I pray that you just help us, Lord, and bless us, Lord. God, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. And amen. You may be seated. I would like to thank... Uh, just kind of expounding on what I preached on this morning. And this is for the saved people. I'd like us to think for just a couple of minutes tonight, look up and rejoice. As I preach this morning, the king is coming. I begin to think about Paul here writing to Thessalonica and everything that was going on during this time. And you know, I couldn't help but to think about Paul writing this and how wonderful it was. A man, once again, that killed Christians. A man that, once again, was... We, we look at him and we think he was the lowest of the low but he was just a sinner lost without Jesus and I begin to think about how just how precious it is for a man like that to say but the Lord is faithful Paul had saw many things that us today would never see and he could still hold on to the promise that Jesus is still faithful amen and I begin to think about all these things you know this morning no doubt about it somebody was lost in the house uh, this morning but you know I begin to think as Christians how we can look at the king's coming and be happy and be glad 
glad that our redemption draweth nigh. See, this is not the end for us. Praise God, this is only the beginning. I see, I, you know, I think sometimes that we look at death as being the end, but praise God, it's only the beginning. See, we may live here for 80 years, we may live here for 90 years, we may live here for only 50 years, but praise God, it's only the beginning. Amen. I don't know about you, but we can look up and rejoice this morning. Now I know I get on a, I get on the war path sometimes, and I like to tell you how the world is, and I like to tell you how terrible it is. But you know what? Even though all that's going on around us, even though you may be in a valley, even though you may be on the mountaintop, you can still look up and rejoice because you know that at the end of the day, Jesus saved you from a place called hell. At the end of the day, you can look up up and rejoice because you've got a better home waiting on you just beyond this world. This isn't the end, folks. I can think about the saints of God that's up there in heaven today and they're waiting on us, folks. And what a glorious time it'll be when we get there. Amen. I'm just going to go through some of this and I've got another place that we're going to go to. Anyway, um, uh, verse number 3... Uh, chapter number 3, verse number 1. Pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. Pray for us. Pray for us. I'm going to tell you, we, once again, we need to be in prayer for each other. Amen. I don't care where you're at. And it's said here all the time. If somebody comes on your mind, you pray for them right then. You don't know what they're going through. Amen. You have no idea. But verse number 2, And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. You ever get to the point where we look at what's going on, I'm going to get on it again, praise God. Hey man, we look at what's going on and we think to ourselves, there's no way we can change it. You ever get to that point? You ever get to that point where you think it's just the end? We can't do nothing about it. We can't say nothing to change it. Amen. You know, even though during those times we can still rejoice. We can still rejoice because, see, what man does down here can't affect what God does. Amen. He can't change what God wants us to, what wants to happen. Look at it today. I'm going to tell you what, if it was up to man, our fate, we'd be in hell. Amen. But I thank God that He sent His Son to die for us. Once again, look up and rejoice. All men don't have the faith. Everybody that you come in contact with just because they carry a King James Bible underneath their arm don't mean they have faith in God. I believe today a lot of people like to put on a show. They like to act that way. They like to be big and all this stuff. But you know, even though during all this, we can still look up and rejoice. Even though during all these people, all these demons that get around us, praise God, all these people that don't like us because we believe in God, they don't like us because we stand up for the Word of God, we can still rejoice and be glad. That at the end of the day, this isn't our home. At the end of the day, this isn't the end for us. How many times do we look at this life as being the end? Amen. How many times? Too many, I believe. Too many times. Verse number three, but the Lord is faithful. Who shall establish you and keep you from evil? The Lord is faithful. Look at the children of Israel. God never left them. 
God was with them, even though during the times that they, they gave up on the Lord, they just, they, they just forsook Him, God was still there. God was still there, even in my life. I can tell you times where I backslidden on God, but He was still there. I'm going to tell you what, if, if God was a lot like Dalton, He would have left me a long time ago and would have never talked to me again. Amen. He would have. He would have left me behind his said, That boy is nothing, praise God. But I thank God that he is God. And I thank God that he knows it all. He's seen it all, praise God. And at the end of the day, we can still look up and rejoice. Even though the world don't like us, even though people don't like us, we can still look up and be glad. Amen. You're right, brother. Because the king's coming. That's the promise I have. understand everything from point A to point B and I never will but I know the Lord's faithful I know the Lord's faithful I know the Lord will keep us if we let him amen if, if we let me just explain something to you and I don't want to get into no doctrine tonight amen but I'm going to tell you what if you get up every morning and you praise God for what He's done to you for you. If you go to bed at night and you praise God for what He's done for you, praise God. If you go out in this world and you still praise God for everything He's done to you, I'm gonna tell you what, He will never leave you. You'll never, you'll never get lost, praise God. And He'll keep you from evil. Keep you from evil. I'm going to tell you something. There's been many times as I was teaching this morning. There's been many times something was about to come out of my mouth and before it even come out of my mouth, the Lord spoke and said, shut up. There's been times I went to do something and the Lord tapped on your shoulder. No. Don't do that. I'm going to tell you what. I can rejoice even during them moments. Even during the chastisement, even during the times God says no, I'm going to tell you what, that's the, that's the problem with man today is man don't want to be told what to do. They want to do whatever they want to do. They don't want to uphold what God wants them to do. Amen. Uh, verse number four, and we have confidence in the Lord. Amen. I'm thankful for that confidence. I'm thankful for that confidence. I'm going to tell you what, every single man of God that's ever walked this earth had to have confidence in the Lord. Before I even get up to speak, I have to have confidence that the Lord's going to help me, praise God. Because if the Lord's not in it, praise God, Satan will be right there. And we have confidence in the Lord touching you that you both do and will do the things which we command you. And the Lord direct your hearts into the love and the patient waiting for Christ. Amen. Once again, I can look up and rejoice because Christ is coming back to get me. Praise God. He's going to come back and get us one day, folks. And once again, we've got to be found ready. We've got to be found ready. Look up and rejoice. Now, I'm going to move over to 2 Timothy. This is a little weird. 
This is a little weird what I'm doing tonight, but I'm just doing what the Lord wants me to do. 2 Timothy chapter number 4. And I'm going to start reading there at verse number 16. And the Bible says, At my first answer no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. Friend, even though your friends ain't going to be with you, I know when I got saved, there's a lot of people that well, they didn't want to be around me no more. Remember David, when he went up against Goliath, what did he say? He said, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion, praise God, so on and so forth, he'll deliver me from his Philistine at the end of the day. I don't care what Satan throws at you. I don't care what he tells you. At the end of the day, you can still look up and rejoice and put everything you've got in God because he's faithful, he's long-suffering, and he'll always be there. You build your house upon this rock, praise God, and the gates of hell shall not prevail it. Praise God, and I'm going to tell you, that's a promise. You build on Jesus Christ. Hey, man, I don't care what's thrown your way. You should still be able to look up and rejoice. Verse number 18, And the, and the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Told you I wasn't going to preach long. Amen. I'm going to tell you what, folks. I just love that. I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, you just look up and you keep rejoicing for what God's going to do for you. You know, I find it even during the valleys, even during the hard times, that's the best time to rejoice. I'm going to tell you something. You try this next time. You try this. Next time you get in a storm or whatever, praise God, you just look to God in it. And you rejoice during that storm and you see how much easier it'll be on you. See, the devil wants to get you down there where you're just in your own little pity and you say, woe is me. Why did God do this to me? Why am I here? Praise God. When he gets you to that point, that's when you can't rejoice. Amen. That's when you can't lift up your eyes. He's got you down. But see, you get down in that valley and you say, thank you, Lord. You get in that storm you say, thank you, Lord. Praise God. It'll be a lot easier on you. And I promise you, I promise you, it ain't going to last as long. 
I'm going to say this and, uh, while somebody's coming to the piano. Uh, I'm going to say this. I believe without a shadow of a doubt the reason that your valleys and the reasons that your storms are so long in your life is because you don't praise God during them. Because you don't thank God for them. You ever get down to the point in the valley and, and I'm sure I know people who've been there, including me. You ever get so far down in your own self in the valley and woe is me always once again and you forget to thank God. You don't want to pray as much as you did. You don't want to talk to God as much as you did. It's all got to go, folks. It's all got to go. Look up and rejoice. Let us stand. Amen. If somebody would like to come pray tonight, please come pray. If you're dealing with something, please come. Now is the time. I'm going to tell you, I don't know how I could go through anything without the Lord Jesus. I don't know, I don't know how I could do it. After living for Him, after doing His will, praise God, I don't know how I could live any other way. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it without Jesus. No way. There's no mortal mind that can comprehend how wonderful Jesus is. Please come if you need to pray. tell you this, uh, Shiloh probably getting a lot of thank you cards from this week because I probably won't be able to speak at work. <laughs> There'll be people sending thank you cards from all over, I guarantee you. That boy finally shut up. Hey man, does anybody have anything on their heart before we dismiss tonight? You know, even Amen. Amen. I try. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And you think of all the people that's been saved in Jesus' name. And you know what? I've got one question that I'm going to ask Jesus when I get to heaven. 